Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host, Viz, and I want to welcome all of our viewers from around the world. Thank you for tuning in tonight, or good morning, depending on where you're located. If you're joining us for the first time and want more information about our show, please visit our website at deadtalklive.com. And uh, also, you know, I don't mention this very often, but we do accept call-ins for uh, Dead Talk Live. So if you feel like chatting live on the air, just give me a call. The number is 718-509-9270. And as a screening measure to uh, stop some, you know, 12-year-old kids who just want to hear their voice on the internet, I uh, will be, uh, you know, screening the calls live on the air before I actually get your voice to be heard. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, I hope everyone's enjoying their Friday. Uh, hopefully it'll be a good start to the weekend. Everyone will have a good weekend relaxing or doing whatever it is that you have planned. want to welcome some of our uh, guest uh, viewers who are joining us. Of course, we have our moderator, singer check, Khaleesi, Saz, of course, Marie, is on Instagram, and God bless her for all the stuff that she has to put up with on Instagram. Thank you for doing that, Marie. Uh, we also have Philip Thompson, Colette, with us on Facebook, as is Lindsay Sparks from Canada on Facebook. Lizzie is joining us. Uh, Lisa is here with us as well. Uh, Lizzie is from England. Actually, Lizzie, you can call. I forgot to mention this. Uh, if you are overseas, it's, uh, it's, uh, I use Skype. So basically open up your Skype app, search for me, Dead Talk Live. And if you use Skype, it's an absolutely free Skype to Skype call. So as long as you have Skype, use Skype, uh, you won't get charged a single penny. So just use the Skype app for our folks here in the United States. Uh, you can use whatever phone you want and just dial the number that uh, I, that's right there on the screen and I just voiced out to you. So, you know, not much in the way of news uh, today. There were some interesting uh, press releases that came across my way from AMC uh, yesterday. Uh, and let me see, I'm trying to find them. Uh, several bits of news. Uh, the premiere of season two of Creep Show is going to happen April 1st. All right. That's one thing. AMC has already renewed Creep Show for a season three. And apparently that's coming out later this year as well. So it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of crazy. They're releasing two seasons. Uh, in the same year, but that's what the press release said. Also, Shutter, a you know, AMC owns the Shutter service. Uh, Shutter has announced a new black, on yet to be titled, horror anthology uh, series, uh, done by uh, you know, black screenwriters, black directors. That's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to Creep Show season two, and we're getting a Creep Show season three as well. And it's really cool, guys. I gotta say, I'm on the mailing list of a lot of uh, publicity companies, and uh, the, I get the news straight from these 
publicist companies, you know, like the ones that AMC contracts out and other networks. And it's pretty cool to get the news directly into my inbox. I guess that makes me officially a media outlet. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome to CJ, Uncle Bruce on Instagram. Ah, the people on Instagram uh, who want to join the live. It's like this overwhelming need for people to Instagram to join the live. As I've explained before, uh, first of all, no. Uh, and even if I wanted to, I can't. I'm not live streaming this the traditional way that Instagram allows. For the, our folks on Instagram, you might think that I'm using my phone now and doing it the way that Instagram officially allows. I am not. I'm using third-party software and I'm simultaneously streaming this to five social media platforms including Instagram. And I got to tell you, Instagram is the biggest pain in the butt, you know, when it comes to uh, getting that incorporated into this simultaneous stream. Uh, Blue Kusar, Blue Quasar, sorry, he's saying, who is excited for February 28th? That's right. The Walking Dead is premiering on February 28th. For those of you guys that have AMC+, Plus. It's actually premiering this Sunday. So I'm looking forward to watching it this Sunday. I promise I will not reveal any spoilers next week. But you can bet your pants we are going to be talking about it. Actually, hold on. Uh, February 28th. And then the next day we have a guest. We, uh, we have yet to post this on our website. We just got confirmation on this guest. Uh within the last 24 hours, but uh, he's going to be here March 2nd. We're having Sean Roberts from uh, Resident Evil, a whole bunch of horror movies. Uh, he's going to be our guest March 2nd. That's a Tuesday. So Monday, March 1st, we will be breaking down the first of six episodes, the bonus episodes of The Walking Dead, and then the following day, we are going to have Sean Roberts as our special guest. So, just keep that in mind. I'll be posting that on our website uh, very soon with all the details and information. Uh, Lizzie Monk writes, OMG, I can't wait. I've missed The Walking Dead. Zoe on Twitter writes, awesome. Uh, Philip also says, I truly can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, I really think these uh, episodes, these six bonus episodes are going to be really, really good. Uh, I think they're going to be special, you know, at least that's what we all hope. So, in fact, I actually have some news here in, re not to, in regards to the six bonus episodes, but the final season of The Walking Dead, which starts... More than likely, it's going to start in October. Uh, the Walking Dead may look and feel a bit different for its final 11th season. You can see Jeffrey Dean Morgan right there uh, behind the scene shot at, as he's filming. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember a while, about a week or so ago when we were watching 
the trailer that for the upcoming uh, six episodes. And we saw this guy walking up and he was all in shadows. He had a beard. And I'm like, does anybody recognize that? It looks like Negan, but it is Negan. This confirms it. That's uh, J.D. Morgan right there. So very excited about that. When The Walking Dead returns to AMC on Sunday with six bonus episodes, the look of the show may feel slightly different. For the first time, the series was shot digitally instead of on film. Now, hold up a second. I'm not going to reveal any names, but I have spoken to several people who work on the Walking Dead set, and they have told me that the Walking Dead has been a digital show for a while. So this is kind of, it contradicts that. I mean, I ha yeah, I have some inside information, but it, this contradicts somebody really high up in the Walking Dead, uh, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but they told me it was, it was a it's been a digital show for a while. And here they're saying that they're switching to digital in this upcoming six bonus episodes. So, I kind of believe my source over Insider. Sorry. Uh, yes, these episodes are filmed on digital. Showrunner Angela Kang confirmed to Insider of the series' extended 10th season via email as the show films during the pandemic. The decision came about because there are fewer touch points with digital than 16mm. We don't have to swap out film every few minutes, for example. So that's really, that's that's interesting. I mean, even Angela Kang, who is the showrunner of The Walking Dead, it's like I've got two pieces of conflicting information here, you know? I don't know. If you're, of the fan, if you're a fan of the show, that is a big deal. And for those of you guys that don't know, 90% of Hollywood, whether it's television or movies, 90% have all switched to digital. And uh, there is some, you're asking, you may be asking yourself, why hasn't everyone switched to digital? It's easier to work with, easier to edit and whatnot. There are some advantages still to 16 millimeter or even 35 millimeter filming. Uh, historically, The Walking Dead has filmed on 16mm and 35mm film and initially planned to continue doing so until the pandemic. In 2016, The Walking Dead cinematographer Stephen Campbell spoke with the American Society of Cinematographers in great detail about the approach to shooting the series with a consistent look on film for years. One of the things that drives the show is the fact that we shoot on 16mm film, Campbell said. After the first six-episode season, the series briefly considered filming digitally before committing to film. Although they did test digital formats during the second season, they decided that's not the show, Campbell said, because the show being on 16mm 
has additional grain in it. It has motion blur, if only because it's still going through a gate. That adds a bit of a classic horror vibe to the show. And I think they'll maintain shooting with film as we go on with the show. And it says right above this picture, they did. In June 2019, Kang told Variety they considered digital again, but decided to continue shooting on 16mm because there's something that differentiates the daytime zombie look that's on 16 that is not exactly the same as when you try to mimic it with digital. And a lot of you guys are like, you know, who gives a shit, right? I mean, just put the show out there. But it really does make a difference. Uh, whether you notice it or not, it does. It does. It's sort of subliminal, but it really does make a difference when you're watching a show. Uh, now that the show's filming digitally, Kang told Insider the show will make post-production efforts to make sure the show continues to have the same look. We will be continuing on digital in season 11, but using post-production techniques to maintain our classic Walking Dead feel. And what she's talking about, walking uh, post-production techniques, it's as simple as adding a filter, you know, a grain filter, just very slightly to the film edit to give it that feel. But they could have done that from the beginning. So, I don't know, that explanation doesn't really add up for me. And like I said, I have conflicting information from pretty high up people on the set that they've been digital for a while. So, you know, this is just confusing to me. Uh, Philip writes, wow, I can't handle this. Kent is joining us on YouTube, giving us a smiley face. Welcome, Kent. Uh, just looking through the chats here. Welcome to all the new people who have joined us on Instagram. Uh, the show switched to digital for its final episodes is one of many precautions AMC has taken while filming during the pandemic. In addition to changing the way they filmed the show, AMC enlisted a former army medic and infectious diseases specialist as the show's health and safety supervisor. That's very smart of them. They're also consulting with an epidemiologist. We've got our own mobile lab to process tests so that there's no delay in test processing. And I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. Uh, it's become a standard, at least on The Walking Dead. I know for a fact uh, everyone gets tested three times a week for COVID. Uh, that, you know, they're very serious about safety as they should be, uh, three times a week, you got to get tested and it looks like they're doing the testing right there on site. Uh, we've got, like she said, our own mobile lab to process the test. Uh, Kang told entertainment weekly in September, there's no more shared makeup trailer. They would all be there and singing karaoke and stuff. But you just can't do that. So you've got, they've got their own little pods, but there's windows so that they can still see each other. In addition to the recommended regulation masks, you'll see crew and cast 
wearing face mask shields. And here's a great picture of what the set looks like and the precautions they're taking. You see Lauren Cohen right there, Maggie, wearing her face shield. That's little Herschel wearing a mask. And then you can see the people in the background wearing all wearing masks as well. That's a great picture. I haven't never seen this before. There's a specific, uh, there are specific pathways that actors will be taking down so that there's not a lot of contact between groups. Kang added, Fear the Walking Dead star Christine Evangelista, that's Sherry, told Insider back in October she was initially worried about going back to work because of the amount of people who work on the show. But she emphasized how impressed she was with the measures that were put in place. The actress who plays Sherry made a big return to the franchise after departing The Walking Dead in 2017. Having done it now and being in it beyond exceeded any expectation I could have had, but AMC has taken this extraordinarily serious, Evangelista said. While filming Fear last fall, Evangelista said cast would show up to the set early and there was a system where you would get temperature tested, get COVID tested, and wait in a trailer until you're released to go to hair and makeup. Some trailers on the set are just for hand washing. If anything, things are way cleaner, way more cleaner than they ever were before, Evangelista added. On a show where you live outside, you're covered in dirt, whether it's real or fake, things are very, very clean now and very organized. I don't take that for granted. For the first time in the franchise history, all three Walking Dead series are simultaneously filming new seasons. And that's correct. Because the pandemic really screwed up with the scheduling, uh, The Walking Dead, they're, they're done with the six bonus episodes. Those are done. I'm assuming maybe the last two are maybe in post-production or whatnot. But they are well underway in filming season 11. So what they did is they, uh, they brought everybody back. They shot those six episodes. Everybody got their normal break over the holidays. And then they went right back to work and started shooting season 11, uh, which makes total sense. You know, you've got all these precautions in place. It doesn't make sense to take everything down. Everybody take their, you know, couple of months off and then put everything back together again and come back and start shooting season 11. And I believe, this is my hunch right now, that they're doing the same uh, with Fear. And this sort of implies it as well. Fear uh, should be done filming Season 6, which is premiering April 11th, the second half of Season 6. And uh, as soon as they were done with Season 6, they went straight into Season 7, which is not how it happens. Normally, after you're done with the season... Uh, normally, like for The Walking Dead, for example, they would shoot eight months out of the year. So they would shoot eight months and then take four months off and then come back again for another eight months. 
Uh, that's not happening. That's not happening this time around. Sorry. I Shut up, Siri. Anyway, the flagship series began filming its final 11th season in Georgia, Atlanta, specifically while The Walking Dead World Beyond is back to filming in Virginia. That's where I'm at. And they're filming just two hours south of me right now in uh, Richmond. Fear of the Walking Dead is filming its 11th season in, sorry, 7th season in Texas. Uh, and we read that article uh, a week or two ago from uh, a local paper in Austin that they're shutting down roads to shoot a specific sequence of Fear the Walking Dead Season 7. So they're somewhere around the Austin area shooting. Uh, so anyway, it says Fear the Walking Dead is filming its seventh season in Texas, which is currently dealing with a winter storm that has shut down power plants and caused blackouts. So I've I've been mentioning here for the past several episodes the horrible weather conditions that are going on in Texas right now. But those guys are still working. Uh, they're working. They're shooting. The temperature in Texas is crazy. Uh, well below zero. I've heard temperatures as low as minus 18 degrees zo uh on twitter i think you're still with us uh you know does that sound accurate to you but uh, anyway the temperatures are just downright crazy it's not normal for texas when asked how fear the walking dead cast and crew are faring an AFC representative confirmed to insider thursday that quote everyone is safe Wednesday, star Karen David, who plays Grace, uh, she was without power or heating. David later shared that her power returned on Thursday. And that's her right there, and that's very lucky of her. Most people lost power and are still waiting to get it back. They don't have heat, they don't have power, so it's a real shit show down there in Texas. Uh, she went on to say, we have no power or heating, but we are making it work. So far, so good. Thankful for gas. People are turning to propane to maintain heat. David wrote in part on Instagram, we have jars and bottles filled up with water, blankets, and wearing layers, cupboards, and open so our pipes hopefully do not freeze overnight. Be safe and warm, Texans. The first of six Walking Dead episodes premieres on AMC. Of course, we all know, one week from this Sunday on February 28th. If you have AMC+, Plus, you can watch the first episode a week early, this Sunday, February 21st. So, an insider says they're going to post their first spoiler-free review of the first episode here. How do you review an episode that, you know, the majority of people have not seen yet and not give any spoilers? It's not going to be much of a review. <laughs> you know, not knocking Insider, but that's, that's not going to be much of a review. Uh, Colette on Facebook writes, OMG, that's mad. Um... Let's see what's going on. 
uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at these Instagram chats and, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're out there. Uh, Father Fele writes, Daryl and Maggie, the best actors. TK on Instagram is waving at us. Friar wants to join. Sorry, Friar. Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, this is interesting. A Living Dead Museum. Now, this is from the New York Post, but in Monroe, Monroeville, Pennsylvania. And for those of you who do not know the significance of Monroeville, Pennsylvania, Monroeville, uh, especially Monroeville Mall, is where Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead by George Romero, was shot. Monroeville is, you know, that's where they uh, filmed a lot of the Dead movies. And, you know, we all know, heard the stories, Romero... Pittsburgh native, also Greg Nicotero, uh, another Pittsburgh native. They loved shooting. All the original Dead movies were shot in and around Pittsburgh. And Monroeville is a suburb of Pittsburgh. Uh, Lizzie writes, I so can be an insider as she's laughing. Uh, Lizzie Monk also writes, OMG, I'd love to go there. I've visited Monroeville and the mall at Monroeville. Way back in the day, it's been a long time, but it was really kind of cool to go to the mall where they shot the original Dawn of the Dead. Anyway, they opened up a museum. It's no surprise that a museum dedicated to zombies couldn't stay in the grave for long. The Living Dead Museum, an institution dedicated to honoring the seminal 1968 zombie film Night of the Living Dead, and its author, George Romero, had been a fixture in downtown Evans City since 2013. The film was shot in and around the small Butler County community that prides itself on being the birthplace of the zombie genre. But in October, the museum closed its Evans City doors, only to rise again the following month at the Monroeville Mall where the sequel, Dawn of the Dead, was filmed, and fans can rest easy. Be assured that everything that was in the Evans City uh, will still be available and represented in Monroeville, plus a lot of great new surprises, said uh, Kevin Christ, the owner uh, and curator of the museum. The new museum will contain plenty of old favorite exhibits, about the world of horror films such as a timeline that traces 50 plus years of zombie movie history and the mall of fame so i mean how cool is that they closed the museum and they moved it to the mall uh you know if you guys are ever near in or around the pittsburgh area you got to go check this out. I want to go check this out. Uh, you go to a mall, and it's great. Now, apparently, in the middle of the mall, you have a zombie museum. I mean, how freaking cool is that? Uh, the new location will dig much deeper into that film with exhibits featuring screen-used props and set pieces, including the original 
J.C. Penney's Flyboy Elevator. Wow, they actually have that elevator where he died in and turned, which has been resurrected from the dead. Okay, they gotta stop with these resurrection from the dead puns. Uh, fans will understand the reference to a famed zombie character. Uh, and playing to an audience that knows its genre well, the new museum, the new museum will also feature an original cabin and workshed from horror classics Evil Dead 2, as well as items from other ties to the shopping center's pop culture past, including movies, Flashdance. Flashdance was also shot in Pittsburgh. From 1983, and Zach and Miri make a porno from uh, 2008. The Stephen King novel Christine and the recent Netflix series Mindhunter. You know, we've never mentioned Mindhunter on this show. Uh, it's about the start of the uh, how the behavioral analysis unit, which back then was called the behavioral sciences unit which has really become popularized in Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and now Clarice. How many of you guys have watched Mindhunter on Netflix? If you don't, uh, I love it. It's a great show. It gives you, uh, it really dives deep into how back when that unit was started, uh, serial killers were not really classified. The, the term serial killer didn't even really exist. Uh, and a group of people, a very small group of people got together and, uh, you know, they put that all together and now it's one of the most biggest departments units in the FBI. Uh, let's see. Lindsay has watched it. It's a great show. Uh, singer chick also says, I love mind hunter and I'm waiting for season three. It's been a while since season two came out. So hopefully season three will come out. It has great characters, great acting. Like I said, the story's amazing. It's a psychological thriller, not really horror per se. It's a drama, psychological thriller. You get to hear the serial killers. They use a lot of uh, factual references with different names of people that were caught back in the day because of this department. And you get to hear these people talk. And what I love about Mindhunter is they really try to keep it authentic. They don't really go off the rails. And, uh, you know, for Hollywood purposes, they, uh, I think part of the reason that show is so good and special is because they, they try to stay true to the actual facts that took place. So anyway, continuing on with this article, rising again in Monroeville, the Living Dead Museum was born in 2008 as one of the many local monuments to Romero's Night of the Living Dead, but it it actually started at Monroeville Mall. After about five years, the museum was moved to downtown Evan City. Mr. Christ wants everyone to be clear that the decision to leave for Monroeville had nothing to do with Evans City itself and everything to do with the unfortunate realities 
of trying to run a business during a global pandemic. About two years ago, he began planning to expand a new mall location that would complement the Evans City Museum attractions. He didn't publicize that information pre-pandemic. He wanted it to be a surprise for horror fans the world over when it was ready to go, complete with a grand opening. And here's a picture. Uh, you know, it looks like any kind of store you would see inside of a mall. That's a great sign, but instead of just being another uh, shopping outlet, it's a, it's a museum, not only dedicated to zombies, but to the horror genre itself. So that alone is uh, worth a trip out to Pittsburgh, especially if, uh, you know, anybody lives there within a reasonable amount of driving time. It's definitely worth checking out. Singer Chick writes, even though casting on Mindhunter is fantastic, they have found actors that truly look very similar to the killers they are portraying. That is very, very true. Very true. Rick cannot see the pics. That's because you're on Instagram, Rick. I'm using the entire real estate that YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook offers me, and Instagram does not allow landscape mode. So to, feel, to see the full screen, guys, on Instagram, uh, you can watch this on replay when I post this after the show on Instagram. I do post it as an IGTV where you can see the full screen. But while the show is going on live, per Instagram rules, they only allow portrait mode, which means holding your phone mobile device straight up and down and you are not able to see the full screen so that's why you can't see the pictures sorry about that nothing i can do about it uh for a long time from the start of this show i was restricting the screen real estate i had to comply with instagram but you got to keep in mind this show is broadcast to four other networks where i'm allowed the full screen real estate and i decided to make use of it so it was not an easy decision. Uh, we have 106,000 followers on Instagram alone. We have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on the other platforms also. So I had to make a decision. So anyway, the Monroeville expansion was set to open in spring 2020, when, which is when COVID really hit hard. Final financial constraints due to the pandemic forced Mr. Christ into making the difficult decision to close one of the museums because he had already put so much time and, and effort into Monroeville construction. He opted to shutter the Evans City location completely. For all intent and purposes, we did move, but it didn't start out with that plan. So this is a pretty long article. Here are some pictures of the mall. For those of you that have never been there and you know it looks the same and they uh and there's the museum right there on the top if you guys can see it uh second floor up there and they have really worked hard remember uh dawn of the dead the original was shot very early in the 80s they you know the the mall is a modern mall make no mistake about it but they really tried to hold on 
to the feel that was shown in the movies. You know, Dawn of the Dead. So, anyway, this is a long-ass article. Just looking at the different pictures here. Uh, these are visitors uh, inside the mall at the gift shop at the Living Dead Museum. So, there you guys have it. It's worth a trip out to Pittsburgh. Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Neil Blomkamp secretly filmed a new supernatural horror movie called Demonic. And, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, whether a movie is successful or not, a lot goes into the title. And if you're a horror fan, and if you're a fan of, uh, you know, paranormal, supernatural, just a title, Demonic, is is a plus but anyway last summer district 9 filmmaker leo neil blumkamp secretly shot a supernatural horror movie in british columbia agc studios will screen demonic for potential distributors as part of the upcoming european film market screen daily got the scoop reporting agc head Stuart ford was keeping mum about the plot details, although he did say, typically for Neil's films, it, it has a highly original visual component, as well as some great scares. Uh, previously reported, the project is something Blumkamp has always wanted to make. Uh, also had planned to shoot an action thriller called The Inferno over the summer, but covid Put those plans on ice. We'll keep you posted on Demonic as additional details emerge. And man, you gotta just look at this picture. Pretty creepy, right? But the point I want to make is, uh, especially in the horror realm, a lot of stuff is shifting from, uh, you know, these big budget horror films that would come out every now and again. A lot of horror movies are being made now for a variety of reasons. They're pretty inexpensive to shoot. Just take a movie like Host, which is an amazing movie, 56 minutes long. We're going to have the star of Host here with us on Tuesday, Haley Bishop. And, uh, you know, the money you put into it can really yield some big returns. So it's inexpensive to make. That's where these film festivals come into play. Uh, once you gather up enough money to make the film, uh, the next step is finding a distributor to buy the rights and uh, distribute it. Duh. So anyway, that's, that's a big deal right now. Uh, film festivals are getting a lot more publicity than they have ever in the past. People in the past just knew of the big ones. Sundance, the Cannes Film Festival in France. Now we're starting to find out about how many film festivals actually are out there. There are a lot where filmmakers, you know, can go show off their movies. And their goal is to ultimately have a studio, a distributor, pick up that movie and distribute it. That's what you can hope for. And if it's a hit, it just takes off from there. Uh, I believe that's how Paranormal Activity uh, got its start. And look at Paranormal Activity. 
The whole movie was shot on a budget of $10,000, and it ended up making almost $200 million worldwide. That's a good profit. Uh, very good profit. Uh, welcome to Liz, who's giving us a thumbs up on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Lizzie writes, The Omen was filmed in Brockdale Hall, Hertfordshire. Now, that scared the life out of me. Yeah, I believe you mentioned that yesterday. Uh, that was Lizzie. Lisa, uh, Lisa writes, District 9 was a very good movie. Uh, he said that picks from District 9. Okay. I did not recognize. I've seen District 9. I did not recognize this picture. I thought it was from the new movie, demonic so thank you for clearing that up lisa so just taking a peek at the time here let's see what else we have uh new shutter movies coming out in march of uh on shutter let's see if we can quickly go through the list march 1st you know these are not all new movies for example amityville to the possession is not a new movie it's an 80s film but they are new to shutter so, March 1st, The Burning, Amityville 2, The Devils on the 4th, Lucky, Discovery of Witches on the 6th, on the 8th, Sword of God, Edge of the Axe, Vampires spelled with a, with a Y on March 8th, March 9th is Prey, uh, also Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker, that's such a cool title, Butcher, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Try to say that five times in a row. Uh, March 11th, Stay Out of the Attic. The 15 Hosts with an S. It Cuts Deep. Game of Death. Shockmas on the 16th. Nosferatu. Not to be mistaken with AMC's Nosferatu. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. The Great Gabo. White Zombie. Slacks. Coco D. Coco Da. On March 18th, the 22nd, Let's Scare Julie, White of the Eye, The Untamed, and finally, on March 25th, Violation. So, 10 Best Horror Movie Shower Scenes. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, horror movie scenes, shower, Psycho, of course, is the one that first comes to mind, but there have been a lot of scares in the shower. Uh, in particular with paranormal movies. What's the biggest cliche in the horror movie paranormal field when it comes to the shower? Of course, it's the person showering and uh, while they're looking, you know, have their backs turned and showering, you see this shape come up, you know? That's a cliche. It's been used so much right now that that has fallen uh, into the cliche, horror cliche category. So, anyway, let's look at some of the scenes that they have picked. Number 10, The Grudge. Oh, yeah, the terror of Juon, the grudge shower scene, is a literal blink and you'll miss it moment, but it's one of the most memorable shower scares in horror history. All right, let's go on to the next one. Actually, hold on. Did they actually have that as a little scene that we can play let's see if this is short hold on i'm trying to see if i can actually play this no here it is 
Did you guys miss it? Here it is again. Did you see the hand? Freaky. All right, let's go to number nine. Evil Dead. Just uh, hearing the words remake, reboot, or reimagining, or recalibration is enough to put a cold shiver down the spine of most horror fans. For decades now, horror has so often been lambasted for just how many times a cash cow is drained. Yeah, they definitely overdone it. Let's watch this scene. Mia? You're in the shower. What happened? David? Mia. Mia, open the door. Oh, this is the evil dad we know. to picture uh the evil dead remake was not bad it wasn't bad at all uh it wasn't as good as the first one it rarely is but as far as a reboot goes i liked it arachnophobia oh this is going back a little bit uh the arachnophobia scene if you guys are afraid of spiders you may want to look the other way there are other people in this house young lady Dad, go away. Dad, go away. Use the one down here, Henry. What would you guys do if a spider fell on you while you were showering? Good poor guy. Just goes in to take a dump. That scream explains it all. It. The original It. Let's just briefly watch. Man, we're, we're not going to have enough time. There's seven left. We'll hold on to this and we'll come back to it. Uh, or if you guys want to continue with this, let me know. Uh, I have some the horror documentaries lined up, but I'm actually quite fascinated at watching these shower scenes. Let's watch this It shower scene. Maybe we'll hold on to the documentary stuff for another time. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. I lost it. All right, here we go. Stephen King's no It, 1990. And no showers with the other boys this week. I don't want you catching their germs. All right, you guys, quit that running. This is a hallway, not a track. Come on. You take a shower, Casper. No, sir. Now, look, I'm going to explain this to you only one more time. You take phys ed, you sweat. You take a shower, got it? Kid, all he wants to do is shower, and of course a clown demon shows up. I mean, what are the chances? Kid or not, I'd be so freaking out of there. get out of there. Come on, you can make it. You can get out of there. Pennywise is a bastard, isn't he? And there's the demon clown. The demon clown. Alright, what do we have next? The faculty. This thing keeps crawling back up on its own. I'm sorry, but this is fascinating to me. It kind of brings me down memory lane. Some of these scenes I've never seen. Some of them I haven't seen in a Yo, long Casey, time. Is that you? Mrs. Bro, what the fuck? Please! Elvis, I can't breathe! Get out! Yeah, what the fuck is right? just freaking messed up right there the roommate oh my god this thing keeps scrolling back to the top of the page oh, CC Weezy writes oh hell no Tina Wilds on Facebook writes WTF 
Zoe is really enjoying this. So am I. I wasn't expecting this. This was not planned. You're right, singer chick. Uh, Pennywise's voice did sound like Popeye. Okay, there's a little thing here where you drag out the scare a little too long, and then it loses its appeal. This is a classic scene where she gets bullied. Let's see if we can squeeze this one in. You guys remember this scene from Carrie? No, he didn't. You bring it up. You asked me, and I said, well, you have to extend your hand. Now you're lying. This is the remake of Carrie. Mean girls, yeah. Marie says she could still see enough to be scared. No, you can't, Marie. I'm looking at the Instagram screen right now.
Now the poor girl, there's nothing supernatural or anything like that. But she gets made fun of. I mean, laugh at her, mock her. They got what they deserve at the end. Especially with Carrie's mom growing up and telling her that her body going through these natural changes is makes her a sinner. That's how demented Carrie's mom was. Unreal. Unreal. It seems like that, that removes any kind of sympathy for what Carrie does to them at the end of the movie. You know, she definitely, uh, you know, they do not have the last laugh. Uh, Khaleesi writes, it's her mom's fault for not teaching her. Her mom was just flat out nuts. Carrie's mom was a nutbag. Anyway, guys, we are out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back with you guys on Monday with our special guest, Adrian Barbeau from Escape from New York, The Fog, and so many other movies. One of John Carpenter's favorite actresses to work with. That's this coming Monday, Tuesday. We have Haley Bishop, star of Host. Great, great interviews coming up on Monday and Tuesday. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Check us out on our streaming platforms. Check us out at deadtalklive.com. Stay safe, and until Monday, stay walking, guys. Have a good weekend.